What's up, Daw Nation? My name is Wyatt Troy, and I want to welcome you to the Daw Nation podcast. Now, this is a special episode because it's not really an in the Daw, and it's not really a behind the Daw, but we went to extreme lengths to bring this to you. Okay, so AU5 wanted to do a walkthrough of his song, Awaken, but usually we would just do an in the Daw episode, you know, where we, you know, bring someone onto our channel and they break down their song and stuff like that. But we have like an extraordinary amount of walkthroughs with AU5 that we're currently working on. So we're like, oh, hey, how about we release it on your channel, AU5? We'll do all the editing and we'll throw everything together and they can check it out over there. And he's like, that's fantastic. Let's do it. Let's do it. So that is coming out today. So if you want to see the walkthrough, not listen to it, but if you want to see it, make sure to head on over to AU5's YouTube channel. But if you're at the grocery store, at the gym, doing dishes, going for a run, by the way, I am flattered that you take me with you while you're doing these hard things. If that is your, your scenario today, then you get to listen to it. There's still so much knowledge in just listening to this, but I do encourage you to go watch it later. But also, Don Nation, I somehow convinced AU5 to create a free sample pack associated with Awaken. So if right now you head on over to donation.net slash Awaken, you can get the Awaken mini sample pack completely for free. Head on over again to donation.net slash Awaken. Also, fun fact, while you're over on donation.net slash Awaken, you can actually watch the entire episode over there. And we actually encourage you to watch all of our episodes over on our website now because number one, uh, there's no ads. You watch it on YouTube, there's going to be ads. Uh, there's no ads on our website, which is cool. And now we are always including a free download with every single episode that we do, just like you get a free download with this episode. So again, head on over to donation.net slash awaken. If you really enjoy this episode, you really enjoy uh, AU5's teaching style and his wisdom and his knowledge, then I highly encourage you to check out the Alien Weapon Walkthrough. This is a course that we did with AU5. He talks about it more at the end of this episode, but basically it teaches you how to make his song Alien Weapon, which is a sound design masterpiece. Again, you'll learn more about this at the end of the episode, but with all that out of the way, without further ado, let's get into AU5's Awaken Walkthrough. So the first sound that you hear is So this guy right here, this is just all in serum. What I actually started out with is a wavetable from Massive called Melophant. I was messing around and I was thinking, what kind of wavetable can I FM then have it sound good and not noisy? Yeah, I had a second oscillator and I wanted to FM this with the second oscillator. Sounds really harsh. What I could do is reduce the FM. Here's an interesting trick. I wanted to change the shape of this. I wanted it to be not so signy. I wanted to make it a little more sawy. I was playing around with the warp modes on just the sine wave, and I figured out that Ben Plus actually sounds pretty cool. I think I also had the band reject filter on either before or after, but what I'm doing is I'm automating the cutoff and the width. So you have sort of like a, a wider band reject width in the higher frequencies and then they kind of pinch as they sweep down. I'm going to slow down this LFO. I added a sub. I used LFO2 to control the master tuning so it actually like sweeps and pitches down. Typical effects. Dimension expander. And I'm also using one of these LFOs to modulate the mix on the actual hyper, which is creating extra width and, and detuning. So if I slow this LFO down to the same LFO, hopefully everything will be in sync. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like it's flying past you. OTT. The tuned flanger filter. This is just following the same LFO that is modulating the filter and the wavetable position. 
and then distortion. And now if I start speeding this up, it's just like a laser blast to the face. It's really just good for a one shot, which is how I used it. I like to render out bass stems from projects that I complete just to have in the bass jam folder in the archives. I just literally just ripped this from Activate, transposed it, adjusted the grain size a little bit, threw a fab filter Saturn on it so, it's, so it sounds a little brighter, crisper, and combined those two sounds. It's just like a really nice pre-snare sound. This next sound, which is just way too overdriven, but it sounds great. Gladiator chord stacks. I am using the spirit mode, but I'm using analog instead of bandpass noise. But it still gives it like a, a nice blend between noisy and detuned. And then I have these little sparkles. And this is just a preset in Diva called Icicles. Alicia's keys, yeah. Bahala rooms and then mid-side OTT, some EQing out from that 2K area, and then some more glue compression. And I like to layer that with basically just a sign pluck. Oh, it's not just a sign pluck. So you take a sine wave uh, in operator, and then you create a bell just by modulating the modulator A with another sine wave, but set the course tuning to four, and then just a pluck, and with all this reverb and stuff off. And then the Valhalla Room. It sounds way more distorted than like soloed than it is in context, but that's really the only way that it's gonna consistently punch through the drop and you'll be able to hear it among all of the other crap that's gone on. Yep, all these little glitch effects and stuff. This is just activate bases. I'm really not doing much to it at all. I'm just finding the good bits and then sprinkling it in between. And then this sound right here. Let me bypass all the stuff that's going on here. That's actually the sound. That's not the original sound. Set it to texture mode, set the grain size really small, and then just transposed it so it sounds almost like a... It's definitely a zipper. I don't think I started out with it sounding like that before I started processing. A lot of times I'll throw the sound in, start processing, and then I'll change something earlier in the processing chain. And that's kind of how I sculpt my stuff. So this is Corpus, and I'm doing some interesting things here. I am automating the decay, and I'm also automating the tuning. And it's if I bypass the detuning and just set it to the root note, it just sounds like Corpus on a zipper. I noticed that when you do some really intense detuning, like, because I'm pitching this tuning up and then back down. It actually changes the resonance. It's not gritty enough. It needs to have like a bitiness to it. I know what note this is. This is a D and I need to make it grittier without adding distortion because I don't want it noisier. I just want it to have more phase coherency in a way. I found a chart that told me what the note D is in Hertz. And if you set the frequency shifter to ring, that's the ring modulator mode, which is really just amplitude modulation at 50% wet dry. I'm amplitude modulating this sound halfway. So as you can see, the mix halfway through the sound goes up to 50, about 50%. And then I also add a little bit of drive to it. So it may go from this to this. You can hear that there's definitely like hard amplitude modulation going on. And that's because you tune it to the frequency of the note of the bass that you want to amplitude modulate. And that's just a really easy way to do that. Top it off with the disperser to make the top end a little bit juicier. EQ8, this is where the filter modulation is coming in. 
<laughs> this first half, you can't even hear, but this next part. Yeah, you can't even hear the first half. It's really just that crunchy end. Mid-side OTT, glue compressor. If I solo the basses, So the first thing, so this is that harmer that I used in the earlier section, except I band passed it because that's functioning as a layer. So it's really just this sound. And that is. I am using Razor in low quality mode and there's a reason for that. Because if I use high quality, it'll sound too high quality. It sounds too clean. With low quality, Razer is a little bit less concerned about the phase accuracy of its additive engine. I have this pitch set to envelope three and creating a very short decay. So by default, it's just your typical saw wave. But as I start increasing the amount of envelope three, it really messes up the phase in a cool way. I have a sync dissonance effect as well. To play, it's really just playing like a fifth harmonic. And then stereo spread. And then the saturator. That wasn't enough. Corpus. One pipe mode just to kind of make it a little bit ringier and more just like fuller sounding. Fab filter Saturn. This is really blowing out the top end, but it sounds nice. I'm just saturating the top using heavy saturation and then warm tape for the mids and then gentle saturation for the low. So it's like... And this harsh top end. I just basically just wanted it to turn to noise. Some EQ8, cut out some of those mids. Another EQ8 to accentuate some of the, the mids in the sides. Then taming some of those harsh frequencies. Glue compressor to clip it and then mid side OTT. I got other stuff going on in, in this bass channel. Like that armor layer. It's a saw wave with Hertz unison detuning. I love Hertz detuning. It sounds really nice. Because without it, Basically what Hertz detuning does is it detunes each of the harmonic partials by the same amount and not scaled by its actual frequency. It detunes the harmonic partials, essentially. So the lower harmonic partials are detuned more than the higher harmonic partials. And you can get like really cool drones and stuff like... Versus just classic. It's like a unison that destroys the phase coherency. And that with some saturation. Oh. So yeah, some distortion, compression, harmonizer. I'm cutting out all the harmonics below the fifth harmonic in the saw wave. So by default, it's too sawy. But if you cut out like... Start cutting out those low harmonics starts to sound real good. And then I also have this B section, which is really just a sub, because I cut out the sub in the A section, and then you saturate them together, and just that nice, thick sound. I'm not really utilizing that kind of sound. I'm affecting it in such a way that it doesn't really sound anything like that by the end. I wanted to accentuate a major third harmonic in there, so that's why that's there. And then I have this sub crossover. So I have the sub coming through clean, but then the highs are being affected by corpus uh, and I have it set to string mode. Make sure if you do this, you set your whatever this is called to full. Otherwise, you don't get the nice high-end harmonics. You get a nice metallic-iness when you have it set to full. And I'm just messing with the inharmonic 
and the transpose. You can get some really cool sounds out of it. This technique is actually what I use to create a lot of the blaster sounds in Activate. Oh yeah, Saturn just totally blowing out that harmonic. It's because I really wanted it to ring through. If I was using this bass standing alone, like not in the context of other stuff going on, I think I would have not processed it so hard. Oh yeah, and then midside and gate to cut out the little tail. The gate is actually cutting out the noise from Fat Filter Saturn. For some reason, Fat Filter Saturn produces this like low level of white noise. That xylenty turnaround. That sound that I just demonstrated with Harmer, I am using my Serum Laser Bass Jam. I'm just hocketing some sounds with high pass filtering, overdriving it. But the real surround sound effect that comes from this glitch is really the hard panning that I'm doing on that sound. And then I'm also layering it with this operator for the last couple notes. And that is basically like an operator sync wave, which is really you are modulating a square with a saw wave and then just changing the level and the course tuning. By default, it's, it'll, it'll sound something like this. Change the course tuning. Serum effects. I just have this synced free running LFO. Chorus. EQ. Yeah, I use this sound in other parts. I am using the Ubic G at this very last bit right here. You can make some really cool sounds with taking something simple and then just like using the global scaling in Ubic G to drastically alter the sound. Like It took me so long to get this sound right. As you can see, I tried some other things. I tried samplers, I tried Razor, but ultimately it's just Serum and Harmer and a little bit of Operator. So this sound, that's just the Serum part of it, but this massive, massive processing chain. This is all the stuff that's on here. It's a sound from Razor. Basically just a blaster. If you use the remap warp mode and set it to flat zero as the curve, this is like a reverse sync. You can stretch out the wave and it's almost like a formant detuner. I am using this LFO to basically change the sync pitch of it, but it also has the sweep down that I modulated. So it's like sub, and that is creating the triplet bass. This is a thing that I imported called um, Stereo Blue Noise. It's white noise that's amplitude modulated to C0, so I can use it as a pitch function. So it's basically like gritty tonal noise. This. Set to re-trigger mode. Enhancing the highs. Making it grittier with the overdrive. Some more EQing. The auto pan is crucial. Glue compressor to kind of fill in the gaps of the auto pan. Multiband saturator. I'm not going to go through everything, but it's just like just compressing it even more and more and more. And like some EQ. It just, I just didn't stop. Bandpass filtered square wave with operator and then Harmer. To add even more of that stuff. And what I did with this is start out with the square wave, randomize the uh, partials, add some unison hertz detuning. Pretty much just for panning. Set the phaser mode to deeper and set it to hertz mode. On octave mode, it sounds like this. And what I did was just set the speed just slightly up. 
the rising up sound is really just coming from the width. So that's a cool way to make rising elements like that. To top it all off, I even added another Reese. Without warp, it's just... I warped it and then transposed it up and then used texture mode. I just wanted to sound like a plasma engine of a spaceship just powering up or something. I have this thing that I made. Can't really explain how I made it. This is kind of just a sampler thing that I made a long time ago using some piece of audio and bone crunching combined. I'm using I Wish on the entire sidechain bus just for these tiny little glitchy, these three tiny little notes. It's just like a little bit of glitch, kind of like glitches your brain. I could also go over the drums too. These kicks and snares, yeah, they're samples, so I can't really go over how I made them. They're just snares that I took from another unreleased song of mine and the drop of the song Divinorum from my album. And I also have these other things. I don't know what that's from, but... And then a reversed bell. I think having like atonal, like metallic pots and pans in there can sound really cool. There's like kind of subliminal. If you want the free download that's included with this walkthrough, there's a link in the description. As I mentioned in the beginning, this video is sponsored by the Alien Weapon walkthrough that I did in collaboration with Daw Nation. It's like this walkthrough, except much more in depth as I break down the creation and process of every single sound from beginning to the end of the song. You also get the option to get the sample pack as well as the full project files. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the description and I'll see you next time. Peace.